0: I'm Audrey.
1: And I'm Ashamed of My Stepson.
0: Welcome to the very first Obvious Plant podcast.
1: He wants to be a juggler.
0: I am just so excited to be here hosting this very important podcast.
1: I am less excited, but here nonetheless.
0: In case you don't already know, this podcast is a learning podcast.
1: That's right. Each episode will bring you the same trustworthy, fact-checked news and information you've come to know and love from the Obvious Plant brand.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Except Instead of reading the knowledge with your eye holes, you will now hear the knowledge with your ear holes, you know, the ones on the sides of your head.
1: Yes. And by the way, when consuming this podcast, we recommend you open your ear holes to maximum hole.
0: Go ahead, just take a moment and open up those waxy boys all the way up so you can ingest all of the many knowledges we are about to bring to you.
1: Each episode, we'll dive into two exciting topics and bring you only the most interesting facts and information about each one. It should be noted, by the way, that we are in no way experts on these topics.
0: It's not like we're geniuses or anything.
1: My wife actually insists. I am quite stupid.
0: But we are enthusiastic learners.
1: So each week, Audrey and I will split up and do some in-depth internet research, and then we'll meet up here to share our findings with you and each other.
0: Speaking of which, now seems like a good time to introduce our sponsor, Bing.com.
1: Bing.com, the trusted search engine that is preferred by literally several people.
0: Yay, Bing.com!
1: All the information you hear on this show was found through web searches on Bing.com. So, you know, if there are any errors or anything, <laughs> d- don't blame us. It's Bing.com's fault.
0: There won't be any errors, though. Bing.com is very excellent.
1: Yes, Bing.com is quite good.
0: Just so, so good.
1: All right, well, enough intro. Let's get into it. Today's topics are the moon and the forest.
0: Let's start with the moon's name. Did you know our moon is the only moon in our solar system that doesn't have a name?
1: Yeah, so for example, Mars has two moons, which astronomers have named Phobos and Jeff.
0: And Neptune has 14 moons with names such as Triton, Spork, Kevin, Hot Pocket, Another Kevin, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Red Kevin, Fat Kevin, Little Kevin, and of course, Neptune Neptune Jr. Jr. But our moon is just called the moon. Why is that? Why would astronomers name every other moon and not our own?
1: Well, the answer is pretty simple, actually. Our moon sucks.
0: That's right. Our moon sucks real bad.
1: Just a big old giant volleyball of suck. So much suck. It just sits up there, you know, doing nothing. It comes out every night and just sits there. It doesn't even have a color. It's white. Lame.
0: I would even go so far as to say the moon looms. Every night, looming over us with its giant, unblinking eye.
1: Yes, it does loom! That is the perfect word. Loom. In fact, loom is just moon spelled backwards and with a different letter, like a word, wearing a disguise. Loom.
0: And we're not talking the good kind of loom. You know, an apparatus for making fabric through the process of weaving yarn or thread. Oh god no! Those looms are great. They really are. Ugh, I wish this episode were about looms and not the stupid moon. I
1: know, I know. I could talk about looms for hours. Gosh.
0: I hate the moon. We all do. And it is for that reason that the moon doesn't have a name. Astronomers don't want to give it one because it sucks and doesn't deserve one.
1: Speaking of, I have great news. Because NASA also hates the moon. And they hate it so much that they just want to get rid of it altogether.
0: Yep. According to a recent press release, NASA has plans to blow up the moon by the year 2026.
1: Well, good riddance if you ask me.
0: Yes. That day can't come soon enough. Okay, let's move on to the next segment, which we like to call Fun Facts. Well,
1: we like to call it Fun Facts, but since today's topic is the vile moon, we must simply call it Facts.
0: First fact, the 1969 moon landing was not faked, but the return home was. Yes, those good old moon lickers are still up there, boldly playing moon golf and walking into holes.
1: Once a month, the moon enters its new moon phase and appears to disappear. I still do not know why this happens, as my local police department refuses to investigate this matter any further.
0: The moon causes our ocean's tides because it is jealous of Lobster Fest.
1: For centuries, scientists had no idea what was inside the moon. But thanks to a big ol' space x-ray, NASA has finally seen the moon's innards, a churning hell pit of mismatched bones. Experts theorize these bones once belonged to the moon's prey. However, it is unknown where the moon's mouth would be.
0: It would be one of the craters.
1: Yeah, the mouth would obviously just be a big old crater. I don't know why they don't just come out and say, the moon's mouth is a crater.
0: Maybe we should be moon experts.
1: Maybe we should do anything else.
0: There are six websites about the moon, and all of them are far too sexual for us to talk about.
1: In 1979, America put forth a plan to visit Earth from the moon, but scientists soon realized that we were already here.
0: Today's moon was born in
1: 1998. When I was 20, I could only dream of plaguing the planet with my mere existence. I feel so old. Uh, Uh.
0: I know. Uh.
1: Uh. According to the only recorded interview ever granted by the moon, it is decidedly, quote, not a feminist.
0: Surprise, surprise. I think
1: those are all of the facts we have about the moon.
0: I hope there are never any facts ever again.
1: Uh, Okay, at this point in the show, I think we can all agree the moon is a nuisance. To find out just how problematic this moon is, we've brought in a lunar expert, Diana, Roman goddess of the moon.
0: Thank you for being here, Diana.
2: Of course. I should note, though, I am also the goddess of hunting and birthing.
0: Hunting is cool and birth is a miracle, but the moon was a mistake. Why are you the goddess of mistakes? Actually,
2: I didn't create the moon. I'm just in charge of it.
1: So you're in the unique position to spruce up that old hunk of rock. Why isn't the moon better?
2: It is merely my duty to preserve- we have
1: some pitches for you.
2: Moon ideas, moon ideas! Moon ideas! Did
0: you rehearse that? Here's my moon idea. Fill up the craters with cement or rubber putty. Get it looking real smooth. Why would I do that? So it'll look real smooth, Dina.
1: Moon idea, check it. We tether it to Earth with a leash or something, so it never goes away.
2: But it doesn't need a leash. You see, the force of gravity- Please stop moon! Leash stop moon! Is that your deer? Yes, I am often portrayed with a deer at my side, even in non-visual mediums, such as your podcast.
1: What is wrong with it?
2: Nothing. This is how deer look. I want to feed it. I have some dried corn here if you'd like to hand him some. Oh, no thank you. I'm on a no-corn diet.
1: We're both on no-corn diets.
0: Since you're also goddess of the harvest, are you just swarming with corn all the doodah day? Well,
2: Demeter is actually the goddess of the
0: harvest. Okay, but you still have mad corn piles, right? I have some corn, sure, but- Your
1: creepy deer walked straight out of this room without you.
2: Oh
0: no, Hoofsley! How are you responsible for anything?
1: Nothing in nature compares to the independent spirit of a deer.
0: What about when a giraffe's got a barf?
1: Ooh, it's a tie.
0: Agreed. I'm glad we're friends.
1: If you say so. Next topic. Let's talk a little bit of history.
0: Yes, history. Right. This is my part.
1: It is. Did you prepare?
0: Yes, I did. So, many years ago, a strange phenomenon occurred... In that the moon and the sun just straight up switched places. Um, what? The year was 1901 and people were driving cars for the first time. It's all people were thinking about, so nobody noticed. The sun being the moon and the moon being the sun.
1: Audrey, where are you getting these facts?
0: Internet! Internet! Anyways, the saddest part of the whole ordeal was when NASA tried to send astronauts to the moon, but the sun was where the moon was supposed to be, so they ended up sending them to the sun.
1: Show me the website you found this on.
0: All of the astronauts died from the sun.
1: Okay, this is a fanfiction website. This is fanfiction about the moon.
0: Oh, is it? It is. Oh, wow. What a crazy mistake. Wow. Anyways, while we're here, let me just show you this.
1: And I'm... Um... It says you wrote this yes
0: it does say that I did write this and you know since I accidentally searched my own work on the internet when doing research for this segment hey why not see where this goes for a minute since you brought it up
1: you brought it up okay I I see what happened here you wrote this and this is your way of trying to get people to read it
0: absolutely not no way this was a mistake But everything happens for a reason, so let's just go with it. We
1: have to keep this factual.
0: So in this world of the sun now being the moon and the moon now being the sun, there was a woman who fell in love with one of the astronauts who was scheduled to be sent to the moon. Oh, boy. And right before the mission was about to begin, she found the plans. And she was like, wait a minute. This is the sun. They're going to the sun? But that's fire. Fire. I love my astronaut boyfriend, and I don't want him to die.
1: Are you the woman in this scenario?
0: She rushed to NASA. Headquarters. And right as the rocket was about to take off, she jumped onto it, attaching herself to the side. Christ. Her boyfriend saw, and he was like, wait, it's my love, she's on the plane. Rocket. Rocket, she's on the rocket, I love her.
1: This is getting just as sad as I expected it to get.
0: So as the rocket was making its way to the sun, he opened the door and let her in.
1: Completely impossible, but okay.
0: The sun is not the moon, the sun is the sun. You're going to the sun, she exclaimed upon embracing her sweet astronaut love. (sighs) You're right, he said. And they turned the ship around. They were married at the NASA headquarters when the plane landed. Rocket. They got married when the rocket landed. Then she told everyone about the sun being the moon, and they were like, no shit. And then everybody remembered what the sun looked like and that it was indeed not the moon, and she saved the world and NASA and her husband.
1: That was terrible.
0: You can read more at www.moonhusband... Okay,
1: no, 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 I'm stopping this.
0: Where did I take it too far?
1: Everything.
0: So as we all know, the opposite of the moon is... The the forest. forest! Of course, yes! And since we are now done talking about the moon, we will move on to forests.
1: You know, some people build their houses in forests.
0: Yes, those are called murderers. Right.
1: Have you ever thought about moving to the forest?
0: Every day, my friend. (laughs) Let's talk about the origin of forests. Forests were discovered by Christopher Columbus in 1792 when he got off his boat and went, Damn, what?
1: That's right. He was probably expecting more water or even buildings, but no, no, no. He got trees.
0: This was at a time when no one had seen trees before, so neither Columbus nor his crew of 80 mermen knew what they even were.
1: Yes, they thought they were free wives.
0: Free tall wives. They
1: stood around for about four years staring at the trees until everyone got bored and started America, the country.
0: And no one has really talked about them since, until now. On this podcast.
1: I haven't heard anyone talk about them. To help us understand more about forests, we've brought in a botanist. Hello. Hey! Hey.
0: So, botany. What's that all about? Forests, I guess, right?
1: Uh, yes. That's part of it. So, what are you? You're a a tree doctor? Is that what you are? I see you're wearing a lab coat. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Uh, That's a fun way of putting it, but no, I'm a scientist. Who studies plants. The lab code is procedure. Lab procedure.
0: Oh, okay. So are trees in forests more prone to getting sick, doctor? Is that why you... have this job, doctor?
1: Ah, yes. The flu is bad this year, right, doctor?
3: Oh, no. The trees don't have immune systems. Not like us, anyway. And I'm not an actual plant doctor. I study plants. Doctor, tell us. Do all trees have the flu?
0: Should we not be letting our kids around trees, Doctor?
3: (laughs) You can't catch the flu from a tree. I'm sorry, did you not hear me when I said I wasn't a doctor?
0: (laughs) You're so humble. Okay, not a doctor. Wink. (laughs) What if I have the flu?
3: Do you have the flu?
0: Not yet, but I'm working on it.
3: I don't know anything about the flu. Why do you keep asking me about the flu? Because you're a doctor. I'm not. Lab coat. I'm a botanist.
0: Why does he keep saying that? I have no
3: idea. So, Doctor, what's it
1: like living inside of a tree? What?
3: I live in an apartment.
1: Oh. Do they make apartments and trees? Do you have to become small to go home at night?
3: Wh- what do you mean, become small? What are you talking about?
0: Being small and living in a tree. It's like in that documentary, Fern Gully.
3: Thumbelina. That's another one. Those aren't documentaries, those are movies. And they're cartoons.
0: Why is there dirt in forests, Doctor?
3: Okay, good. Finally, a real question that I can
1: answer. I'm glad you brought that up. You see, dirt is
3: very important to the ecosystem.
1: What kinds of medicines do you feed trees and do they have a butt for suppositories? I am not a doctor.
0: Why does he keep saying that?
1: Okay, I have this terrible tree-shaped rash right there. Here, you know what? I'll take off my lab coat. Would that help? I hear a lot of people become lost in forest because of the witches. Excuse me?
0: Oh, yay, let's talk about the forest witches.
1: Uh, I'm
3: actually not allowed to talk about that. But you could. I said I can't. You already know too much. I need to leave.
0: Oh, and he's gone. Wow, he ran out of here quick, didn't he?
1: He sure did. Must have had a patient that needed tending to. Well, after the break, we'll be sending Audrey into the forest on a rope. She's going to see if she can find one of those witches. I am? Yes.
0: And we're back. Did you know that just 1% of a tree is actually alive? Apparently the interior of a tree is dead tissue, with living cells only growing on the outermost layer, just below the bark.
1: Hmm. Well, I must be a tree then. Because I'm also 99% dead inside.
0: (laughs) Your life is sad.
1: Wait a second. Am I a tree?
0: What? No, that's silly. Of course not.
1: But my wife is always telling me how hollow and wooden I am.
0: Yeah, but those are just, like, words. You're not actually made of wood. I mean, you don't look like a tree at all.
1: Yeah, okay, good point. I guess I do have very human-like qualities. Hair, skin, a mouth full of teeth and raisins.
0: That's right, you do eat a lot of raisins.
1: Some say an unhealthy amount.
0: Really? Who says that?
1: My doctor.
0: Oh, well, maybe you should cool it on the raisins, then.
1: No way, baby! I just can't kick that sweet, sun-dried flavor. Mm, 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 there's no reason for me to stop eating those delicious raisins.
0: Haha. <laughs> okay, well, perhaps you're confused about being a tree because you just aren't a very good human being.
1: Okay, yeah, thank you. People are always telling me how awful I am, so that makes more sense.
0: I agree.
1: You know what, though? I kind of wish I were a tree.
0: Really? Why is that?
1: Well, you know, it just seems like a very peaceful existence.
0: Hmm, yeah, I see what you're saying. Just enjoying the breeze and soaking up the sun all day. No work, no stress, no traffic.
1: No lousy stepson leaving his juggling batons all over the house.
0: No responsibilities, no arguments.
1: No staying up all night fighting a raccoon in the basement crawlspace.
0: No taxes, no bad first dates.
1: No crying alone in an IHOP bathroom stall on your lunch break from work.
0: It certainly would be a more stress-free life.
1: And that's something I think we could all go for every now and again.
0: Wait, do you actually cry alone in the IHOB bathroom at lunch?
1: <laughs> no, I haven't done that in a long time.
0: Oh, thank goodness.
1: Lately, I've just been crying right there at my table because then the waitress feels bad and gives me a free dessert.
0: Oh, Wow. That's actually a pretty good idea.
1: Yeah, so take a note, listeners. If you cry in an IHOP, they will give you a free dessert.
0: I'll have to try that.
1: You most definitely should.
0: We should also move on to the next topic.
1: The forest is famous for its leaves.
0: Yes, it is famous for leaves. But its enduring legacy will be all of the work it's done for the animals.
1: Everyone's talking about these forest animals. They won't shut up about them. All day, every day, I'm hearing about raccoons. No thanks. Sixteen birds. Pass. Two possums.
0: I don't want to answer any of their riddles.
1: But if you don't answer the possums, they'll just ask more abstruse questions.
0: I've done my time with the possums. Their mind games, once a bore, have become my plight. No more riddles! Be gone, you trifling garbage rats!
1: Ooh, you look upset. Let's forget about the possums.
0: Hold up. Is your list printed on paper? Paper made out of trees? Of course. I'm gonna hurl chunks right out of my blabber!
1: No need. Yes, the paper is made from tree pulp, but printing tree facts on trees serves as a warning to the trees to stay within their precious forests.
0: That reminds me of a proverb. You You can can take take the tree
1: out of the the forest, forest, but you can't can't take the forest out of the tree, because that would mean there are more trees inside of that tree. (gasps) Weird. I've never known that one.
0: What else is on that list of terrible critters? Mm,
1: That was all of them. Everything else you see among the trees is a trick of the eye. You know, like a desert mirage.
0: Okay, to keep this educational podcast free for you listeners out there, we've got to throw an advertisement your way. That's how it works. I'm so excited to record the ad. I love podcasting. Would you like to do the honors? Oh, no. You're crying. What's wrong? This isn't an IHOB. you know. I'm not going to give you a free dessert.
1: I know. I'm fine. It's just the moon raising the tide of my face.
0: Oh, I can't imagine how embarrassed you're feeling. I'm sorry I brought it up.
1: Don't sweat it. Today's sponsor is... My awful stepson's juggling tournament is this Saturday at 4 o'clock in the morning behind the combination YMCA-KFC. Who will be this year's champion? It's all... up in the air.
0: That sounds fun. I wish we could go.
1: You know we can't leave this place.
0: That is a sad, sad fact, yes. Okay, welcome back to the show again. Can we talk about leaves? I'd like to talk about leaves now.
1: Yes, of course. We mentioned leaves earlier, as they are the famous part of trees.
0: But what we didn't mention was anything else about them. Why do trees have leaves?
1: Leaves are what happens when a tree goes through a bad breakup and needs to change its hair.
0: Right. In the relationship, they were just a log standing up straight. All trees begin their lives in a relationship.
1: And then, when they get divorced, leaves grow to become a new haircut.
0: The newly divorced tree is ready to dance, as we all are after becoming divorced. Ready to get out there and dance. I've been there. Yes, you were divorced and it was terrible. You were miserable. I still am. Didn't you start collecting leaves after your divorce?
1: Yes. Yes, I did. I love to collect leaves and I don't like my wife anymore.
0: How many leaves do you keep in your home, Chris?
1: Anywhere from 11 to 3, usually. What about you?
0: I don't know. It always makes me sad to see a young, divorced tree.
1: Well, that's just the circle of life, Audrey.
0: Okay. Welcome to the part of the podcast where I ask my co host questions that I really want to know.
1: This is the worst part of the podcast for me.
0: I'm an inquisitive little bean who loves to learn. Let's get started. How many forests are there in the world?
1: 31% of the world's surface is forests.
0: Interesting. On a related note, where is your wife? What? Your first wife, she left. Where did she go?
1: Um, well, she's not my wife anymore. We're divorced. And we're talking about trees, not where my uh, ex-wife is.
0: Okay, yeah, sorry. Let's stay on topic. What is the most common tree in America?
1: The most common tree is the red maple tree.
0: And where is your wife? Audrey. I'm sorry. I just miss her. We were getting to be such great friends.
1: Well, my ex-wife went on vacation at the beach, and I would rather just keep talking about trees.
0: Okay, fine. Hey, if a tree falls in the forest and no one is there to see it, can I go to the forest and take the tree home and build it into a chair?
1: I think so.
0: And if I built the chair, do you think your wife would want to sit in it and be friends with me?
1: Okay, you know what?
0: Hey! Hey! Hi! If a tree falls in the forest on top of another tree that falls down on top of another tree, do you think it'd be weird if I gave her a call? It's been a while. I,
1: I don't know. Okay, she's not my wife anymore. I don't know, Audrey. I don't know these things.
0: Hey! Hey! What? I like working with you. Oh. Well, we've talked about trees and animals. That's pretty much everything in the forest, so
1: Wait. No. Audrey, you're forgetting about a very important group of forest organisms.
0: Centaurs? I looked for those. They don't exist.
1: <laughs> no, not centaurs. I'm talking about mushrooms.
0: Oh yeah, mushrooms. Those things. I knew that. That's what I meant to say because I knew that.
1: Contrary to popular belief, mushrooms are not plants. And obviously, we also know they're not animals either.
0: Then what are they, a bug? I bet they're some kind of bug.
1: No, bugs are animals. Mushrooms are actually classified in their own unique kingdom.
0: Oh right, the mushroom kingdom. I've heard of that. Super Mario.
1: Mushrooms are the unsung heroes of the forest. And they differ from plants because they don't have the ability to photosynthesize sunlight into food.
0: Really? Then what do they eat? bugs i bet it's bugs
1: wrong again they actually survive by eating decaying plant matter
0: ah okay my mistake
1: you might call mushrooms the janitors of the forest because they help keep it clean from all of that dead and decaying plant matter and audrey do you know what they turn all of that dead plant matter into
0: bugs oh okay wow yeah that's where the bugs come in i knew it
1: what no 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 not bugs stop saying bugs what is your deal with bugs right now
0: i just Bugs are cool. They can fly and jump, some are poisonous, others can spin webs, some destroy entire potato crops causing years of famine that will kill thousands of people. So cool. Way cooler than mushrooms, that's for sure.
1: Okay. Well, I'm sorry, but this topic has nothing to do with bugs, so please stop bringing up bugs.
0: Okay. Cool, cool. My mistake. I promise I won't mention them again.
1: Thank you. Anyway. Mushrooms turn dead plant matter into nutrient-rich soil, which in turn helps new plants grow. It's like a self-sustaining symbiotic relationship.
0: Hmm, okay. That's actually pretty cool.
1: Yeah. See? Okay, without mushrooms, new plants would be unable to grow and all life on earth would eventually die.
0: All life?
1: Yes, all life.
0: All life? Oh, Audrey. All life even don't. even the Audrey, please don't do this. Even the bugs? God
1: damn it. Yes. Even the bugs. I, I, I hate you. That's it. The segment's over.
0: Well, everyone, it looks like we're almost out of time.
1: At last. Sweet death.
0: Not lifetime, silly. This episode of the podcast time.
1: Oh, okay.
0: But we'll be back next episode with even more topics.
1: That's right. We'll be learning everything you've wanted to know about trains, lamps, bird beaks, pillows, damp cardboard, spaghetti, watercoloring, Ouija planchettes, aging rock stars, and maybe even a little bit of Spanish.
0: Or none of those things at all.
1: Probably none of those things at all.
0: All right, let's perform our super secret handshake of friendship and sign off.
1: We don't have a super secret handshake of friendship.
0: We don't have one yet. Folks, until next time, I'm Audrey.
1: And I'm alone with my thoughts far more than I'd like. Thanks Thanks for for learning learning to to listen listen so so you you can listen listen to learn. learn. Surely we can come up with a better sign-off than that.
0: No.